Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. This episode is brought to you by the five day money challenge. Get your stuff together with money and increase your confidence in just five days. Save your seat at whitneyhansoncom slash money challenge and join in on the fun. Hello and welcome to the Money Nerds Podcast, where owning a calculator, budgeting your money, and having a net worth is actually cool. I'm your host, Whitney Hansen, and each week I'll be chatting with inspiring people to learn their secrets to financial success. Now let's dive into the show. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. I'm kidding. Did you guys watch Tiger King? That show was wild. And that is where that comes from. So if you're like, what the heck is she talking about? Carol Baskin, you guys go watch Tiger King and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, today we're going to get pretty serious because we're going to be talking about the stimulus package and the stipends or the the grants or the checks that everyone's going to be receiving while most people will be receiving and what that means for you. And we're going to wrap up by having a conversation around what I personally would do with the money and what I think you should maybe do with the money too. So just some general tips and suggestions. So let's dive into what the stimulus package is. So the stimulus package was introduced by President Trump as a way to try to increase the economic boom, I guess, because our market here in the United States, if you're not listening and you're not from here, man, our market crashed. It was crazy. It was actually one of the worst crashes we've ever experienced in our history. It's been really, really wild. So for us, they are trying so hard. This is also an election year. So they're trying really, really hard to just maintain economic development and keep the economy at a high. And of course, that's not going to happen because there's so much craziness and we're just in the bare midst of it. Like we're, I think we're just getting started into all the coronavirus crap. So it's going to be around for a little while. And their whole thing was, it's scary because small businesses were forced to shut down. Salons, uh, cosmetologists were affected. Restaurants were affected. Any type of small business has been affected. A lot of even nurses, you would think that nursing would be a safe career, but there were a lot of people that were laid off too, because they worked for surgery uh, departments where it was elective surgeries and there's no more of that either. So it's a really crazy time. And that's where the stimulus package came in, was trying to provide some financial relief 
to companies and individuals. So we're going to be talking mostly about the individual side because that's the stuff that's affecting you and I on a daily basis. And then we'll talk a tiny, tiny bit about small businesses because I do have a little bit of knowledge from that being a small business owner myself. So we'll kind of talk about what that stuff means for you. So let's go ahead and dive into the stimulus package. We're going to start by talking about the retirement plan. Okay, so to be fair, this stimulus package is $2 trillion. So as a money nerd and as somebody that thinks about the economic impact, I I get excited because I see the benefits that come to individuals and to business owners, and I think that's so important. Historically, it's only been large corporations that get bailouts, so I'm glad to see that they're putting a lot more emphasis on individuals. Is it enough? Who knows? We'll find out, right? So I'm not here to discuss the politics behind it, but I know that it does help a lot of people, especially considering 60% of Americans can't cover a $1,000 expense. And if you're getting a $1,200 check in the mail, a stimulus check, that's definitely going to help you in some capacity. Now, is it enough? Probably not, frankly, but it might help a little bit. The piece that is interesting to me that I get very concerned about is where the heck does this money come from? That's the part that freaks me out. I can see this being a huge issue in the future, because ultimately, I don't think this stimulus package is going to solve the problem. I really don't. This is just my personal view. But seeing all of the money that's being thrown around, I don't know if it's going to help you guys. I get really concerned about that. And so I'm concerned about the longer term economic impact. But let's start talking a little bit about the stimulus package specifically and what it entails. So one of the portions was a retirement plan uh, adjustment. So basically what this means, historically, you can borrow from your 401k in in the form of a loan. And there usually is penalties associated with that. So if you tap into your 401k early, there is a 10% penalty. So one of the things that they're doing is that they're saying you can borrow from your 401k $100,000 without that 10% penalty. And you can also take it out and reinvest that money within three years and not be subject to some of the cap limits. So the cap limit, meaning how much you can actually invest into the 401k. So that's an interesting thing. And I think that's a, if you're truly in dire need of that money and like legit, you're going to be evicted or you, you can't pay your bills, I would turn to that option, but that would be my last case scenario. Again, everyone's financial situation is so different. So it's so hard for me to give blanket statements, but in general, I'd be really careful about tapping into your 401k because you miss a lot of those gains over the years. But if you need it, and that's the difference between you being homeless or you paying your bills, I would absolutely do that for sure. So that's the retirement plan. That was one of the big changes that they made. Now, the second piece is the most popular, which is the stimulus checks. So the idea behind the stimulus check is that we're going to help Americans have some money, maybe a small emergency fund to get through the hard time. So what this entails is if your income and your single is under $75,000, you will receive a $1,200 check. Now, the check is based off of your 2019 taxes. But if you haven't filed for 2019, then it's going to be based off of your 2018 taxes. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, that's for a single person. For married couples that are under $150,000 for their adjusted gross income, you're going to be receiving a check for $2,400. So $2,400, it's helpful. $1,200 is helpful. Again, like they're just trying to provide some relief to help people during this time of need. The other piece that's interesting is that every child under the age of 17 or qualifying dependent for you that you're actually paying for will receive a $500 
check for. So the kid's not going to get the check. You will as the, the parent, of course. But that's another piece, too. So if you are a married couple under that one fifty. $150,000 limit, and you have a kid that's maybe 10 or 11, then you're going to be expecting to receive a $2,900 check. So that's how the stimulus checks are going to work. Again, it's based on your 2019 taxes. If you have filed, if you have not, it's based off of your 2018 taxes. Okay. So that's the stimulus checks. The way that those are going to be distributed will be directly through, it appears as if it's direct deposit. If you did your taxes online and you e-filed and that kind of stuff, then it's likely going to be direct deposit. If you didn't direct deposit and you didn't do that historically, it's going to be mailed to you, which is definitely going to take a little bit longer, but they're anticipating three weeks for these checks. So we'll see. I, I'm very skeptical of most things government related. They're usually not the most timely <laughs> entity in the world. So I'm a little skeptical about that. But hey, you know, three weeks is what they're telling us. So I hope that is true for most people because I know there's a lot of people struggling and suffering right now. Okay, one of the most important pieces of the stimulus package that really caught my attention, the stimulus checks are great. I would have rather, I mean, there's other things they could have done. I'm not going to turn away $1,200. Of course, if somebody wants to give me money, that's always awesome. However, the piece that I thought was most interesting for this whole package was the unemployment benefits. So there's so many people that are laid off. Last time I checked, it was 3.3 million people that are laid off right now. This is crazy. So generally speaking, unemployment benefits, if you get laid off and it's not your fault and whatever the situation might be, then you go apply for unemployment. And typically there's a waiting period. One of the things that they tried to do was close that waiting period down to one week. That's very, very fast, especially considering that's not the norm. So that's one of the pieces that they started to do was to help people get immediate re relief if they were laid off. The extra piece too, if you've never had unemployment, typically it's about 50% of your normal income. So 50% of your normal take-home pay, whatever that was, that's what you receive in unemployment benefits. And the crazy thing is that usually was for 26 weeks that you would normally receive unemployment. They've extended that. So they've now said you can qualify and you can be on unemployment for 39 weeks, which is pretty sweet. And the other piece that they added is that you'll get your normal unemployment benefit, which again is like about 50% of your income, your normal income, and they're going to add $600 per week for unemployment. So the idea of this is to try to get people to as close to their normal salary as possible. Some people, it's going to be a good benefit. Some people, it's not going to be so great. The thing I need you to remind yourself of is if you are experiencing the unemployment benefits and if you're using that, that's totally fine. Keep in mind that this is still taxable income. Okay. So usually when you file unemployment, you have an option to select if you want to receive uh, taxes or have taxes taken out of that money. I would do that. I really would. Because otherwise what's going to happen is you're going to be same situation next year. And if you didn't have taxes taken out of that, that's a massive tax bill that you might receive. So just do yourself a favor. If you can, if you can afford to have the taxes taken out, definitely do that because it's going to save you a lot. The other cool thing about the unemployment package is it also applies to gig workers, so independent contractors or self-employed people. They are extending those benefits now to those people, and I don't have a ton of details on that, so I'm not really sure exactly how it works, but that is one of the benefits of this stimulus package that they uh, put into the plan. The unemployment benefits as well are applying to furloughed workers, so that's a great thing as well. So if you are on furlough, you will also qualify for unemployment benefits. Now, of course, do your own 
own homework on all of this stuff because every state might be a little bit different. But in general, this is what was put into the stimulus package. Okay, the next piece was mortgage and renter relief. This one I think is going to save a lot of people's butts for sure. So this applies to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans. Keep in mind that these are federally backed loans, okay? So that's why they have the little bit of protection there. So the Freddie Mae and, excuse me, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, my heavens, um, those loans can request forbearance for up to six months. So if you are struggling and you can't pay the, the normal payments, you can request forbearance for six months. Now, that sounds pretty cool until you realize you actually still have to pay all that stuff. So your bills don't just go away. You still have to pay those. So just keep that in mind as well. And the other piece, too, is that interest is still accruing during this time. Okay, so for those loans, you can delay or defer your payments, but you're still going to have to pay payments and you still are going to be charged interest. Okay, the other piece, too. So that's if you're a homeowner in one of those situations. The other piece was for renters. Renters now have some protection, too, if they're living in a family home, a multifamily home. So if you're like in an apartment complex or a fourplex or whatever the heck it might be, multifamily units or even a single family home with a federally backed mortgage then the thing that they said was that landlords can't evict or even charge late fees or penalties or charges for late rent payments. So during this time, if you're living in a house, you're renting a house and your landlord has a federally backed loan, a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan, they technically cannot do that to you right now. So that's important for you to know how you're going to know that it's a little bit tricky, right? But the, the whole theory behind this is they're giving the land or excuse me, the homeowners relief by doing a six month forbearance if it's a federally backed loan. So therefore they're doing the same thing for renters because it's kind of evening out if that makes sense. They're not doing that for private loans and for private equity. So just be careful about that kind of stuff too. But that's the rule. Like that's what they put in the stimulus package. So I was kind of excited to see that too because there is so many people that are not able to pay their bills right now. And it's heartbreaking, but that's one of the things that, that they put into the stimulus package. So just know that it's there. The next piece that is super, super important is the student loan relief. So this piece is really great because historically they were able to garnish your wages or even your tax refund if you received one. If you had any type of like late or deferred payments or anything like that from your student loans, from your federal student loans, they could actually garnish your wages for that. One of the things they said was during this time period, we're not going to do that. We're not going to garnish your wages or do take all of your tax refund. So that's kind of a cool piece. The other piece that I think is really interesting is there's no accrued interest on federal student loans from April through September. Okay, so this is huge. This is huge because I know a lot of people can't afford their payments, but there's a lot that still can. If you can afford your student loan payments, this is basically like that grace period when you first graduated college and they say, yo, you got six months. You don't have to make a payment for six months. Same type of thing. So if you are wise, you can take advantage of that and still make your normal payments because it's all going to go directly towards principal, which is huge. That's awesome. So keep in, in the back of your mind, too, that there's no accrued interest on this stuff, which means you can make some serious progress towards your student debt for the next six months. 
Okay. The other piece too is that there's no minimum payment required to be made. So you can technically defer your federal student loans. I've been told that when you log in, it's automatically applied unless you want to make your payments. So there isn't like paperwork or an application or anything like that. So Navient and um, the Fed loans will do this automatically for you. So I've been told I don't have student loans, but I've had a few people uh, text me right in all of that fun stuff telling me that that's kind of the situation. So that's what they're doing currently. Okay, the other piece for the student loan relief is there's a lot of people that are on public service loan forgiveness programs. Those are usually you have to make 120 consecutive payments or qualifying payments in order to to be part of this program among many other stipulations. But the cool piece is if for some reason you can't make your payments, you are still your payment during the six months is still going to be applied to your loan, your public service loan forgiveness program, as if you made the payment. So you're not going to be penalized or not qualify for this because of economic hardships right now. So that's one of the other cool pieces too. The last piece for the student loan relief that I think is really important and good for everybody to know is that credit reports and scores are not going to be impacted during this time legally. Okay. Now remember, Legally and do does it actually happen are two different things. So you definitely need to be your own biggest advocate and pay attention to all of these pieces so that you're not getting ripped off or something's not being inaccurately reported to your your credit bureau, the credit bureaus. It's like everything is taken care of. So it's your job to monitor that and make sure that's truly the case. But this is a little bit about what is going on with the whole stimulus package. These are the parts that I thought were really relevant. The other piece, too, for my small business owners, if you have employees, you can qualify for some additional federal loans to help you stay afloat during this time. You probably already know my opinion on this. I don't usually recommend that. But if you need it, take advantage of it. Like I think this is all about survival right now and just making the best of your situation. And if you have to utilize some programs, so be it. Like no shame in that game. If you need it and it comes down to you being homeless or you taking care of your situation, I want you to take care of your situation the best of your ability and do whatever you can. Okay. So don't be too prideful. I know that happens a lot too, where people are so, so prideful that they don't necessarily want to apply for government benefits. But frankly, my friend, if you need it, you take advantage of that. You do what you have to do to take care of your family during this time. Okay. That's just my own two cents. That's how I approach that stuff. So this is the stimulus package. Now let's talk a little bit about that $1,200 check that you might be receiving. What should you do with that money to make the most of your situation? First and foremost, if you do not have an emergency fund, I want you to put that away. Just bank up cash, okay? During this time, I think that's one of the best things that you can do for yourself is just have some cash sitting there because literally everything is changing one week at a time. And so it's really hard to say, oh, my job is stable right now, when two weeks later, you might be unemployed. We don't really know what's gonna happen. So it's super, super important that you have some cash reserves. Now, if you already have cash reserves, I've done a podcast episode a couple weeks ago about six steps that I would take during times of uncertainty. And one of the things that I suggested was if you do have your emergency fund, meaning like three months of living expenses, you're covered there, then it's appropriate to continue moving forward towards your goals. I wouldn't necessarily take all of that money and invest it in one specific stock. If you continue to invest, make sure you're diversified because things are crazy right now. So definitely keep it diversified with a good index fund. This is just my own personal preference and my own recommendation. And then the next piece to do is if you have all of your stuff in order, 
keep putting it towards your debt, my friend. Keep making progress. Because we have a crappy, crappy situation and we have cards that were just thrown at us that we don't really have any control over, frankly, you can make the most of it by optimizing, especially if it's student loans, using that towards your student loan debt because that six-month grace period is going to help you so much too. You can make some serious progress. So that's how I personally would approach this stuff. Now, would I take all of this check and go spend it on crap on Amazon? No, absolutely not. Like I would not be spending money ridiculously or frivolously during this time because you need cash. Cash is your friend in times of uncertainty. So what I personally would do is just put it in the savings account. I always recommend putting it into a high yield savings account. So this is somewhere like Barclays, Ally Bank, um, Varo Money. Like there's so many different options. I personally prefer Ally Bank. They're not paying me to say this. There's no affiliation there. I just really use and like their their savings account. So that one's really good. It's about one and a half percent. So it's going to help you earn a little bit of money on your money. Okay. So this is just what I personally would recommend. I wouldn't do anything too crazy. I wouldn't be booking vacations. I would really be hunkering down and saying, how do I best survive this so that you're not in a crappy situation years from now? So this is how I personally would approach this stuff. So I hope that your first goal when it comes to this $1,200 check, if that's what you receive, is to just put it in savings. Put it somewhere safe. Don't put it under your mattress. That's not safe. You can, Your house could catch on fire and you're screwed. But put it somewhere safe in a savings account that's paying at least 1% interest. That's the first thing. If you already have that, you're going to keep paying off your debt. Just keep acting like nothing's going on. You've got your emergency fund. You're just going to keep on making progress. And if you are debt-free, continue investing. There's nothing wrong with that. During times of uncertainty, especially when the market's down, This is where you can start to really have some market gains when the market does come back up and it will come back up. So that's important to understand too. So that's my personal preference on like what I would be coaching my clients to do. And that's what I would suggest for you as well is just bank up that money and just hold on to it. Now, once we have a better understanding of when this might actually end and what the heck's going on, when we have more clear answers, you can start to move that money around differently. But for now, I think just put it in the bank and have it sitting there to give you that peace of mind. All right, guys, those are my tips for helping you navigate the stimulus package, what it might mean for you, and more importantly, what to do with that $1,200 check if you receive it. This is just my own suggestions. Make sure you do your own research. And of course, I don't know your personal financial situation unless you're one of my coaching clients. So definitely do your own research and think through what does this mean for your own life. But I wanted to at least break down a little bit of that stimulus package so that you feel educated on what it means and how it can impact you. All right, that is it for today. I hope you're having a great day. This is like the craziest April Fools ever. It feels like the world is just telling us this is a big April Fools joke. I wish, but I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're staying healthy and that you're staying home and away from people. (laughs) That's the most important thing. So we can get back to normal lives and really minimize the impact this has on people's lives. All right, that's it for today. Love you. Hope you're having a great week. And I will see you on Friday for Five Tip Friday or next week for a very normal episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye.